The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. One of the scribes came near to Jesus and asked him, Which commandment is the first of all? Jesus answered, The first is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God. The Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with your whole heart, with all your soul, and with your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. Then the scribe said to him, You are right, teacher. You have truly said that he is one, and beside him there is no other. And to love him with all the heart, with all the understanding, and with all the strength, and to love one's neighbor as oneself, this is much more important than all whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. When Jesus saw that he answered wisely, he said to him, You are not far from the kingdom of God. After that, no one dared to ask him any questions. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. During this week, we have been reading from the Old Testament book of Tobit, a beautiful book packed with wisdom. And we have much of the story told in today's passage from chapters 4, 5, 6, 7, and 8. We begin with the effect of prayer. That's really the theme, especially of today's reading. Both Tobit and Sarah had been praying fervently to God because they had been afflicted, Tobit with blindness and Sarah by a demon. And they prayed with humility, with submission. They were at their wit's end because they were also being afflicted by their neighbors who were persecuting them. Now this is important that they were both praying and trusting God in the midst of their despair. And we see what happens. Actually, it's in yesterday's first reading. And I quote, At that very moment, the prayers of both of them were heard in the glorious presence of God. So the angel Raphael was sent to heal both of them, Tobit by removing the white film from his eyes so that he might see God's light with his eyes, and Sarah, daughter of Raguel, by giving her in marriage to Tobias, son of Tobit, and by setting her free from the wicked demon. Beautiful. And actually in Saturday's reading, which concludes the passages that we are reflecting on, Raphael, now he's disclosing who he is. This is at the end of the story. He says to Tobit, When you and Sarah prayed, it was I who brought and read the record of your prayer before the glory of the Lord. And likewise, whenever you would bury the dead, I was sent to you. And at the same time, God sent me to heal you and Sarah, your daughter-in-law. I, Raphael, am one of the seven angels who stand ready and enter before the glory of the Lord. Getting back to our first reading, Tobit, whose the father sent his son Tobias on a journey to retrieve a sum of money that was held in security for them, for the family, by a very close friend. So Tobias was a bit nervous and he was asking for someone to guide him. And this is where Raphael comes into play. Raphael becomes the guide, although he disguises himself. 
The name Raphael means God has healed. And Raphael says to Tobias, We must stay this night at the home of Raguel. He is your relative and he has a daughter named Sarah. Now there is the providence of God. The angel Raphael is just directing the journey, taking a kind of a side journey to this relative Raguel because the angel knows about the daughter of Raguel, Sarah, who desires to be married, but there's a big issue going on here. Well, when they arrive at the house of Raguel, Raguel greets Tobias and his companion very generously in great hospitality. He slaughters a ram from the flock and they have a great meal. And then Tobias knows that he is the nearest kinsman to Sarah, and that Sarah is unmarried, and so Tobias expresses a desire to become the husband of Sarah. Well, Raguel is an honest man, and he knows what's happened to the previous would-be husband, so he explains the situation to Tobias. Quote, But let me explain to you the true situation more fully, my child. I have given her to seven men of our kinsmen, and all died on the night when they went into her. As it turns out, this demon was in love with Sarah and killed all of the, the prospective bridegrooms. So now, Tobias is faced with a decision. But along the way, Raphael also told that story and said, here's how you expel the demon. You take the liver of a fish and the heart, and you burn it as incense, and the odor will expel the demon. But also you must pray before you consummate the marriage. Tobias trusts in this advice. And so that very day, in the house of Raguel, they draw up a marriage contract. And Tobias is willing to risk, obviously, the dangers that are involved in this demon, but he trusts, and he obeys. So just before consummating the marriage, he says to Sarah, Sister, get up and let us pray and implore the Lord that he grant us safety and mercy. And then we have the prayer that's quoted, a very beautiful prayer. Notice how it begins. Tobias says, Blessed are you, O God, of our ancestors, and blessed is your name in all generations. He begins with blessings. That's the Barakah prayer. And then... He mentions how in the beginning, this is before the fall, Adam took Eve as his bride and recounts the passage in Genesis where it says, it is not good that the man should be alone. Let us make a helper for him like himself. And so Tobias goes back to the original plan for marriage. This is what Jesus did when he was tested by the Pharisees who said, well, Moses allowed divorce. And Jesus said, well, yes, but it's because of the hardness of the heart of the Israelites at the time. But from the beginning, it was not that way. Well, this is what Tobias is saying in the prayer. He's going back to the original marriage of Adam and Eve. But notice the difference. Whereas Adam allowed his bride, Eve, to be seduced by the demon, by the serpent, Tobias prays, calls upon the name of the Lord, 
he can be considered a new Adam who protects his bride from demonic influence, unlike the first Adam. So it's a very beautiful prayer, and we're reminded that that's what our vocation is, prayer, calling upon the name of the Lord. In the midst of our afflictions, trusting in God, trusting in his providence, trusting he will hear our prayers. And in the book of Revelation, we know that the angels and the saints do hear our prayers and bring them into the throne room of God like incense. And so we trust that God then sends help, maybe in the form of an angel, but maybe in the form of a friend, or maybe direct grace. So let us thank God for these wonderful set of readings. I invite you to just take the book of Tobit and read it right through. It's a beautiful rendition of what it means to be holy. Notice also that when Tobit prayed, he combined it with his charity, because he would go out and bury the dead. He would risk his life because he was in captivity. All the Israelites were there, and that was against the law. And God answered his prayer. So with that, let us thank the Lord, and let us pray.